describe it, and that would seem boring. Hey, everybody. My uh, tea mug is a volcano. Great. Let's not describe that. <laughs> my tea mug is a volcano. Okay, it overflows <laughs> when I cover it. Well, yep. we've got to work on that. Uh, and America is the greatest land. <laughs> I just sounded like a weird like country ballad. Yeah, I, I yeah. understood what you were doing. No, I mean, it makes sense. The eagles fly through the land. Like the band? They what? fly through yes. the land? Like they're ground eagles? <laughs> Ooh. They're, Graboids. Like they're, <laughs> they're, always, they're always showing up in the wrong place and convinced that they took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. They're like reverse eagles. They fly through the earth. Oh, but they like pop out of the earth with yeah, as much force terrifying. as regular eagles right? would pop down. Wouldn't that be insane? Regular <laughs> eagles don't actually use that much force. Like they'd they? be like eagle-based geysers. How nuts would it be, though, <laughs> if there was a thing that yeah. would like follow birds underground <laughs> and then shoot up into the air and grab them? And go back down into the earth? Oh, you mean some sort of tremor or something. I mean, but like that, like a big worm. I mean, like as if like a like a reverse hawk where just like a birdish sized creature shoots out of the earth up into the air, grabs a bird and right. then goes back in. Oh, like the way that hawks do outside of the earth. Yeah. With smaller birds. Yeah. 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 But how big would it be? I don't know. Pretty big, I guess. <laughs> they have to take out a hawk. Yeah. Ground mm. eagle doesn't. That's not as scary as ground owl, though. Why not? Yeah, ground owl is terrible. Have you ever have you ever upset an owl? Ooh, how they get all like Ugh. owls. Owls are attack. the bears of of birds. Yeah, they're just they're the it. they're the overly aggressive bears of birds. <laughs> they're mean as shit. Mm-hmm. Grizzly owl. Yeah, grizzly owl. Yeah, yeah. You guys should see that classic like, folk hero. Yeah, grizzly you guys should owl. see that video of me shirtless fighting an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Now I want somebody to take that thing, that scene from The Revenant, where it's just an owl. <laughs> just ripping the shit out of Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. I mean, I haven't spoiler seen that movie. Alert. I haven't seen that movie, but I'm pretty Can that sure that- possibly count as a spoiler? I, I don't know. I think some of it's in the in one of the trailers, too. I honestly didn't. Because I knew what happened, and I haven't seen the movie. See, I knew all I knew about the movie is, like, there's a bear in it, but I had no idea what that meant. Oh. I knew that the bear, like, rips the shit out of Leonardo DiCaprio. I wasn't sure if it was like... It's not like that's the end of the movie. Well, I know. But I wasn't sure if it was like that situation... Isn't that the premise of the movie? Did you think it was like White Fang with a bear? Is that the movie I was thinking of with Anthony Hopkins in, a, in the woods? No, White Where Fang. Robert Carlyle tastes him? Oh. <laughs> no, White Fang is the fucking wolf pet movie. No, I wasn't thinking of that. Uh, were you thinking it was like Stone Fox? Jack London. Now? Right? Jack uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Isn't there that movie? What about Stone Foxes? Stone Fox, the uh, chapter book. No, wasn't there a movie? The classic young adult novel about... Oh, uh, you mean YA? uh, Yeah, YA. Yeah, but we used, like, you know, people that aren't assholes call them chapter books. (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's true. That's true at all. I'm pretty sure that's 100% true. It's a a classic book about a 12-year-old boy that wants to win the Iditarod for some reason. But he only has, like, one dog? I'm not entirely certain. I don't remember. It's a terrible plan. Using one dog to win the Iditarod? I think... Is he, like, a tiny person? Spoiler alert. Is he, like, a baby? I believe that the dog's heart explodes. What? And then out of a... This, a sense of sportsmanship, the guy that's winning the Iditarod goes back and gets him and picks them up and doesn't sled them across the finish line, physically carries them across the finish line. Hmm. What happened to his sled? I think he just left it. I've already exhibited that I don't remember this all that well. Wouldn't it be faster to use his sled? Yeah. And then just it like would, hop on. But It would, but for some reason, sportsmanship. Right. See, where I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you, when he, when you first started the sentence, and then in the spirit of sports, I thought you were going to say, he then killed one of his dogs. <laughs> so that- I mean, I think that there's a thing in, like, I think, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. there is an explicit prohibition in, like, dog racing circuits yeah. on feeding one of your dogs to your other dogs. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. You don't want them to, like... But they're, like what that means is that dog. there's a viable strategy whereby you just pack less food than you need and move slower as you feed one of your dogs to your dogs. Oh, sort of like a... And thus a need to ban it. Like you have some dogs that are just like booster rockets. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you they fall away into the stomachs of your other dogs. <laughs> wow. They burn up on reentry. Uh-huh. With dog stomach acid. You know what? I support that rule. Yeah, no. I I mean, I'm saying it's a good rule, <laughs> but I think that it must have been considered a viable strategy at some point in time to need an explicit prohibition. Yeah, probably. That's the trouble with, like, you know, short-term goals. Mm-hmm. There are certain, like, efficiencies that right. can only be attained through utter brutality. It's like how yeah. in rebuilding years a lot of professional sports teams will feed some of their older players <laughs> to well, the, no, hot no, no. Young, the hot young rookies. Yeah. But that's that's to help them gain their eye in the batter's box and their courage. Right. That's not, yeah, that's not about packing lighter when right. you're on road trips. Right. Although, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if the Twins had to feed some, some like, older bench coaches to the to the rookies because they were too cheap to bring food to spring training. Yep. Windagu. What? I just thought of uh, the, the pun that would have oh. would have closed up that whole thing. Windago? High-foo. Yeah. High-five high is what I tried to say. High-foo. <laughs> it's like an aggressive martial high-five. Yeah. Windago. Yep. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. All right, theme song, I guess. <laughs> I'll probably stop using GarageBand eventually. Yeah. Like when this laptop dies. Yeah, that theme seems song. right. Theme, theme then what will we do? Yeah, we'll, something else? Is that when the show ends? Uh, I mean, that is the prophecy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this laptop must be almost dead. Good it keeps repeating song. words in the theme, theme song. song. <laughs> yeah, good theme it's song. Weird. Great theme That's great. Song. Hello and welcome to How Can The Show Be Bad? Oh, I got a little tongue snap in the beginning of that hello and welcome. Do you want to do well, it again? Uh, let's yeah, let's re-listen to the theme song and do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to get the timing right. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. You just don't want to reach across the table again. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Good theme song. Oh, great, good theme song. Great theme song. Yeah, good theme song. Great That's theme great. Song. Right. Echoes, echoes. Hello and welcome back to the show. Be bad. Dan was talking over it. He was, was saying echoes. echoes. That was part of the theme song. Oh, that's a good point. That is a great point. It's a good theme song too. Great theme song. Ah, that's great. <laughs> I feel like you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've heard this more times than we have. Ooh, that's probably true. I suppose that is. Although you know, when I listen to it. Separately, I'm listening to it at double time. Hey. So much more exciting. Yo. Oh, you listen to it at double time? Yeah. The wow. Whole, the whole show? Am I intelligible? Yeah. Nice. I mean, intelligible enough. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter what oh, you yeah, say. Oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for, you know, little hits. What? Little uh, little phrases that to, to, to trip off the tongue. So that we can, you know, tag it and f- tag it for metadata. Tag it and bag it. Oh, because of our because of our massive searchable database of podcast clips, right? <laughs> but I, that's not a real thing. No, right? I just haven't let go of the idea of titling the episodes. Why would you? Holocron show be bad? What now? Forget it. No, we're not <laughs> renaming the show. <laughs> we're we're titling the episodes. Oh. Uh. It would have been pretty cool if every title of the episode had been something, something, be bad. Well, yeah, we, I think we talked about this several years ago when we started <laughs> doing this, but like then decided it would be work. I don't think we ever did talk about it. I thought we did. I feel like I would have gotten an inkling of how much work it would have been. In, it was in general. Hmm. Let's check the tapes. There was a time back at the beginning of podcasting where like doing work oh. on your podcast seemed worth it. Like, yeah, like that would matter in some way. Right. I mean, like, I think there's a reason that I don't edit and push out the podcast because it would take me like six times longer than you because I'd be smoothing out all the bumpies and like, yeah, right. You know, because I can't stand bad sounding audio. But meanwhile, Jerry Seinfeld is like hollowing out the bottom of a cup of coffee and yelling into an old rotary phone. (laughs) Is that? I don't know. I don't listen to Jerry Seinfeld's podcast. He what has a podcast? podcast. He has a video. He has the yeah. most produced. I guess it pretty much is a podcast, but like. Yeah. Video I mean, cast. Comedians at Cars Getting Coffee. 
Like you could not have chosen a more produced product. I also couldn't have chosen pretty much a, a more popular product creator amongst podcast audiences. Which is really what I was going for there. Why do they call them podcasts? Shut up, Dave. There's, <laughs> there's no pod. Uh-huh. There's no cast. It's, it's just a bunch of guys. In theory, it's both those things. I mean, the pod, not necessarily. Yeah, that's what I said in theory. I mean, there are still people with iPod touches. Are there? Yeah. Do they listen to this show? Probably. Oh. I can't imagine that our most of our listener base is particularly affluent or up-to-date. Sure. I've been looking into uh, ripping open my old iPod Classic and, like, sticking an SSD and a new battery in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because, like, the, the iPhone thing. I got to do the same thing. I hate modern iTunes. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I got to do the same thing with like my old iPod Classic because there's like there's like I think there must be physical scars on the drive now because it just like <laughs> it just like skips, makes a terrible sound, and reboots itself periodically. Hey, did I just? Oh man, what if this was the week when haunted? we were going to like oh. jump to the top of the iTunes charts? But then they're going to hear. <laughs> and then we say, "Yeah, <laughs> iTunes is terrible because of their because of their robots that listen to every podcast <laughs> yep. and make sure that they didn't badmouth iTunes." Right. That would be hilarious. It's not even robots. It's just kids that couldn't pay their, like, app store bills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, working it off. Yeah. They have that uh, that Chinese government, like, citizenship score. What? Yeah. Uh, the, like, the Chinese government came out with, like, a, uh, like a game. Okay. Basically. Okay. That... Like, r- like, gives you a score on how good of a citizen you are. Oh, no. Based on, like, your... Social media uh, presence, your purchases. Oh no! And the friends that you keep. Yeah, like uh, like if if you're friends with somebody who has a low score, they bring your score down. Oh no! Yeah, like the uh, what you call it? Like uh, Tim and Eric Beans app from Community. Oh yeah. Oh meow uh, meow meow beans. meow beans. <laughs> China made meow meow beans. Yeah, except meow meow beans like ruined you know, your as, life. As we talk about meow meow beans, yeah. It's possible that that's where that idea came from. Oh, yeah. That might be yeah, that's true. Probably. Is the app called Mau Mau Beans? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Well, let's end the episode here. Nailed it. <laughs> so is that is that like a database then? Like you can like look up your score and feel shame? I think. And everyone else's score that you know. Yeah, oh, right. I think so you, you can can't just... like look up your score. I think you're forced to see it all the time. Oh, I see. I don't oh. think they made it mandatory yet. No, but I, I mean, mean, like, anytime I they, you, like... I think it's scheduled to become mandatory yeah. in the future. Anytime yeah. you, like, look at the app or right. whatever, yeah. like... And there's no chance that this becomes mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> like, based on the fact that, what, nine seconds worth of... Nine seconds worth of code writing, I may be underestimating the amount of time that code writing takes. Mm-hmm. Nine uh-huh. seconds worth of code writing just tricks it into just doing whatever while you go about your business, ignoring right. it. It seems, like, pretty difficult to make this mandatory. Not to mention uh, a lot of citizens probably don't actually have the technological uh, opportunities to access such a... Well, I mean, but in the cities and stuff. Well, yeah, but if you don't have the technological opportunities to access them, you don't have the... Technological opportunities to be a decent citizen. Right. Yeah. Or be a thorn in the... That's true. ...government side. Yeah, you're basically expendable at that point. What if we... Well, what if they shape their... Farm implements into phones, like smart sites, <laughs> yeah, and take over, take over the internet. Oh, hey, Shao, did you see my new smart sickle? <laughs> Better keep up with my consumption rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm getting no Wi-Fi signal out here on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it. I like it, but. But you've shaped it into a phone shape. Like there's a reason. There's a reason our 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 scythes have scythe shapes. Look, swing your swing your phone shape scythe around. Ow! No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going very well. This is a great. This is a great little show we're putting on. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's You're excited. welcome, America and China. <laughs> Mau Mau beans. Mau Mau Whoa! Beans. We should see if we can get banned in China. Oh, okay. Uh. I mean, I mean, there's I plenty think, of Chinese computers listening to this. That's true. I feel like if 
if what we've said so far hasn't done it, then what will? Um, maybe we just start like compiling dossiers on party officials and just reading them out over like. <laughs> Man, getting banned in China could be a real boon for this for this show. That's true. How? Think of the billion people that will be trying to listen to it because it's banned there. Yeah, <laughs> forbidden fruit. Oh, yes. I mean, we'll be we'll be appealing to a certain type of, let's say, advertiser if we were going to turn that boon into something. Doesn't somebody like influential have to be trying to listen to us in the first place in order for that word well, to robots. get around? The robots. What are the robots for if not to check whether things should be banned? Yeah, they, the robots would check, know that it was banned. And then they'll be like, oh, man, I really wish that I could listen to how could this show be banned some more. And then I would, and then I would you know, email somebody. <laughs> if I wanted to email someone in China, from what email address would I do that, Dan? <laughs> Wait, you, you want to email China? No, he's... In China. Oh. He's a robot. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to email China to say, like, hey, aren't you upset that this is banned? Don't oh. you wish you could hear it? Oh, I see. Oh. And then it would catch on. A secret American message from howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. At yahoo.com. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Callback. Everybody else did, too, which made me feel bad about doing it right after I did it. That's okay. Aw. So do you think if we were to go- I have remorse. <laughs> Well, we knew that. Do you Did think, we? Do you think, well, if we were to go to like certain parts of uh, Beijing, like we would get, they would be like, the robots would be like, get him out of this building. He's part of that podcast. Uh, I think you're thinking of cyborgs. It's not clear to me whether the Japanese internet ro- or Chinese internet robots and Chinese. Uh, Law and order cyborgs yeah. are networked together. <laughs> oh, sure. You'd think they would be. Yeah. Well, maybe, Although, maybe they're working on it. Maybe <laughs> when you're on the front line of uh, of defending the internet, you don't want to necessarily network that into the front yeah, line of defending the interior. Yeah, right. that seems like that seems like <clears throat> unnecessary exposure, right? You want you want segregated networks. Yeah, yeah. siloed s- networks. What if the cyborgs decided to go past the Great Firewall? Realize that freedom and liberation of thought is a viable. Well, so here's the problem with law and order robots, uh-huh. right? Is that if they're networked at all, they could be turned against you. Exactly, they could turn their robo size back towards you. <laughs> I have shaped Chinese my robo size into an iPhone. Free trade, free trade. <laughs> I will call people and say free trade, free trade, free trade <laughs> until it catches on. Take that, new Mao. <laughs> You, citizen, trade freely now. <laughs> trade free or die? <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I can see that actually, like, I can see that being a thing in China. Yeah. <laughs> you know, threatening to murder people that don't trade freely. Sure. That's why, you know, that's why you. Oh, can- we just got banned. We did it. Yay. Nice. That has to be at least the working title of some. Like libertarians' book, right? trade free or die. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least For working sure. title. So many sample chapters have been delivered <laughs> to publishers under that <laughs> under that title. Uh, would you get Would you get in the Manila envelopes today? Uh, another thing about lizard people. A thing about how the queen hates pudding and therefore Saudi Arabia. Oh, three more for the trade free or die pile. <laughs> Do people put a lot of emphasis on pudding? For royalty, that someone must. <laughs> I mean, look, there are enough crazy people in the world. Yeah, that every combination of crazy thought has occurred to some crazy person. Oh, this is like an alternate Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, or like a more expansive Rule Thirty Four. I guess would be a subset of this rule. Which one's Rule 34? That's there where, like, if you've thought of the porn of it, or if you can think of it, there's porn of it, or oh, something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Someone's made porn of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. This, yeah, Rule 34 is a subset of this. Oh. And those people aren't crazy. They're just gross. <laughs> Which I guess, you know, social disease or whatever. Uh, What? What? Like, I mean, y- you could be considered crazy if you're just gross enough. Oh. 
Yeah, I suppose. Sure. How gross do you have to be? Like, pretty gross. I would think so. Oscar the Grouch is pretty gross. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch could well be considered to have a social disease. I just, like, I had the thought recently, like, I never considered that, like, there's a very good chance that Oscar the Grouch is, like, one of our veterans that, like, fell through the cracks of Oh, the absolutely. System, yeah. Right? Oscar the Grouch was in Nam. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Like, they, like, uh, standards and practices at PBS just spent the first three seasons of Sesame Street repeatedly editing out the dialogue, where's my parade? <laughs> Huh. They still write stereotypical dialogue. It's for kids. Yeah, right. I mean, you got to keep it simple and direct for the child, the children. When Oscar goes to like the dump, I assume that's where he's going when like the trash man guy that carries him around sometimes picks him up. Maybe. I thought he was just sort of like hired help. It's like I gotta go yeah. to the grocery store or whatever. I assumed it was like but hiring. What is a, the grocery store for a grouch? A is bigger, it the dump? A bigger dumpster. No, the dump is like a farm. Yeah. Or like a beach or the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> that's well, no, that's legal seafood for Oscar the Grouch. Ooh, has there been a Sesame Street episode where Oscar goes to take a tropical vacation on that floating uh, plastic island? There Ooh, should be. Yeah, yeah, there should be. In fact, I would venture to say it should be a feature film. Yep. Oh, like Big Bird goes to Japan. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch goes to garbage, plastic garbage garbage island. island. Did was. Was the movie about Big Bird going to Japan the same movie where Big Bird just ran away because? No, the runaway. Uh, that was thing. follow that bird. Yeah. yeah, that that was fully within America. I think. Okay, but it was like an American road trip. What? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was like a, but it was like a road trip thing, right? Like they went to multiple states and showed you tourist attractions in them. Uh, maybe. I can't. Yeah, I can't really a- picture anything that's not Pee Wee's Big Adventure in that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, Also, is the reason that he ran away in Follow That Bird because they told him that the entire alphabet pronounced together was not a word? (laughs) I don't believe that those two events are correlated, uh, but I couldn't tell you for sure. It's been a very long time since I've thought about any of these things. Me too. Like the word Abkadefki Jekyll Monocqua Stewixes? It's been less time since I've thought of that than. Yeah, that's what I thought. Your brain spends enough time on things that couldn't possibly ever be useful that every once in a while, Abkadefki, Jekyll, Monocqua, Stewix, it just pops up in there. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Well, you know, it's a word that pops up a lot. It's not a word, Big Bird. <laughs> if we agree that it is, then it becomes one. Oh. I think, like, some sort of fancy crumpet butler needs to, like. I feel like Abkadefki, Jekyll, Monocqua, Stewixes could just be long for alphabet. Yeah, how did that? What seems like the word alphabet's redundant. <laughs> like we should have stuck with uh, whatever garbage you guys were saying. Abkadefki, Jekyll, Monocqua, Stewixes. It's not that hard, Dan. Yeah, yeah Dan, get with it. All right, jeez. Uh, seems like it seems I guess redundant. It's specifically, like English alphabet. Well, yeah, that's true. Because, like, you know, you'd have to fiddle with things a bit for like Spanish alphabet or whatever. Yeah. What? Have Kadefki Jekyll Menenye awkward stewixes. When I was learning Spanish uh, in like the very first Spanish course I ever took in like middle school. As soon as you said Spanish alphabet, I was trying to figure out how to say that too. (laughs) Uh, Our teacher was quirky Mm -hmm. in -hmm. that it was the 90s and he came and he boke to school like in full like bike bike shorts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anytime he hit like an unusual letter in the alphabet, yep. while he was, he would just shout it. Oh, <laughs> it's not that unusual to native Spanish speakers. By hey, the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like they're like the high points in the alphabet when you're learning it from English. Yeah, and Enya is gone now, right? No, uh, that's like the only one left. Oh, wait, which one did you say? Enya. That one, yeah, that's the only one left. The other oh. ones are kind of like, it's just two letters, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... I, it's, it's just I two if, characters smushed together. You know? I wonder if German has the S-et still. What is that? Just two S's. Oh. But it looks like a B with an S bottom. 
Looks like a capital B with an S bottom. Oh, right. Oh. I mean, it's still shown in a... Uh, Is it? In like Duolingo. Good for good for you, Germany. Never change. <laughs> huh. A sentiment echoed by people the world over. Yes. Was it always the weird like B thing? Or did they like change it immediately after Nazi Germany fell? No, it's always been that. We gotta get rid of the SS. Yeah, we can't put two S's next to each other anymore. What if we just like tilt it? Has now become illegal to put two S's next to each other. Not far off in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> what if, but what if they didn't look like S's? What if there were just two Z's that we tilted? That's worse! <laughs> huh. It's like the, that was like the sole justice at the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> that and all those dudes they hanged. Right. Right. For, you know, being Nazis and stuff. Yeah. Being Nazis and not knowing enough so, about rocketry. So, yeah, exactly. Like, or chemical weapons. Sure. Or uh, particle colliding. Um, or the Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, the Red Skull wasn't a Nazi. He was using them. Yes. Yeah, but if you but if you knew some things, he'd break you out. Oh, I see. That's true. Because, like, you know. Hydra Dane, needs. we're talking about the Red Skull. Shouldn't Hydra you be perking up right people. now? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm perked. No, you're not. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Yeah, you're the least perked <laughs> uh, of the of the three of us. Of, so, uh, you're the least perked of the triumvirate. Yeah, you're so unperked. He's in the. He's been in. You're like that boring oh, middle panel of a triptych. Where is your soul right now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've yeah, got... your soul is. Your soul has always belonged to Red Skull. I, whoa! <laughs> Wait a minute. That's just a thing that I've always believed about you. Oh, uh, that's I, weird. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm just never that into. What'd you do today, Cap? Why are you so sleepy? I just didn't sleep much. He was explaining to me before I got here that uh, daylight savings really effed him in the B. Oh, that's right. Uh, we are recording this on daylight savings. We have sprung forward. Yep. We, and in this instance, we sprung forward by not just an hour, but a week and an hour. What? Oh, yeah. To record like, this episode. <laughs> right. What sound did you just make? <laughs> you sounded like you just woke up. I Maybe I did. Ugh. Well, you were here on closer to on time than, <laughs> than Mike was. Yeah, but I was doing things as, f- out of filial piety. The Red Skull has- I don't know that you know what that means. Once <laughs> created a clone of Captain America's body and transferred his consciousness into that so that they would be on equal footing physically. What now? Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the shield. No, he didn't have the shield. But he well, did. so they were never going to be unequal. But well, they could like hit each other, be and be like. Did Captain America put down the shield to like keep things sportsmanlike? I mean, maybe he just like took the shield. <laughs> like, but then, red, like, maybe, but then like Agent Carter just tripped the Red Skull and like Captain America stomped a mud hole yeah, in his and ass and like went. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing last night? I uh, just you know seeing some people. Oh. He means baking drugs. Yeah, I was baking drugs. Don't bake drugs. You know, like, what? I mean, it's a pretty simple sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Don't bake drugs. I wasn't baking anything. What do you have to say for yourself? Were you roasting drugs? I wasn't. I was doing nothing with drugs <laughs> except alcohol. Uh, the most drugs. deadly drug. Yes. Ah. The Prohibition. Mo- the dr- it might it might be actually. <laughs> well, other than like, you know, I heroin. Yeah. <laughs> uh I meant like EYE. Like heroin you shoot into your eye. Well, right. That's what did you wait, what did I assume that's what did what you, you meant. think he thought you meant? <laughs> yeah. Like I no, I, I didn't think anybody like I just wanted lowercase I I just heroin? wanted to clarify for our listeners like, that I didn't mean like <laughs> Apple based electronic heroin. <laughs> The Look, future. I have shaped my heroin into a phone. <laughs> the future free, of trade a... freely. Trade freely. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the ultimate extension of free trade, right? I suppose so. Sell heroin wherever you want to it, whomever you want. It would be fascinating. Like that would be like a at low, low market based prices. Yeah. Except I mean, our opium. That would be like a really weird. Like maybe. Oh, but that. Okay. How about this? Maybe in the next couple of years, like now that Tim Cook has just like blatantly been like, "Fuck you, federal government." It's just like, wait a minute. Why don't we just always say fuck you, federal government, and just start selling? I mean, <laughs> selling drugs. There's a movement afoot by which that happens. 
Apple selling drugs? Like, no, by oh. which a lot of people just say, fuck you, federal government, and yep. just do whatever they want. Right. Uh, but I just really like the idea of a... Uh, like In order a, to keep society from breaking down, we send them pallets and pallets of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> so that there's at least some sort of consequences for this. Right. Enjoy your free dildo. That's not a consequence. <laughs> yeah. What if they had what if they had gone and resold those dildos at massive profit because they got them for free? Right. And then they used massive that profit. <laughs> used I cannot to like purchase more firearms and uh, First of all, yes. not a huge used dildo market out there. They're not used. You don't know. Were that. they used? But like I mean Can you can you I mean, sell I guess they pallets of I guess they could have opened a dildo store. I mean, Ooh. they didn't have the kind of time it takes to like use a bunch of dildos. I assumed then most of, send them. I assumed that Did most they? of the dildos that they got were pre-used. Was there some sort of like? There's like, a lot of logic like a to my can assumption. drive for dildos at a local grocery store or something. How I mean, did they do yeah. this? Um, also, oh, we're uh, done. <laughs> we're done with that line of questioning. Also. I have been, since we started talking about this, uh-huh. trying to find some sort of play on words or pun that combines dildo and Iran-Contra. Oh, um, wow. Those are... <laughs> because that's what the Iran-Contra thing was. <laughs> Dildos? <laughs> like, you, 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 you sell stuff yeah. from the federal government or from random people to get money to buy weapons to overthrow your government. So we sell dildos to Iran... <laughs> And then we take the money and we buy guns from just whoever we find because this is America. Yeah. And you can just go out and shout, I would like assault weapons now. Right. We told you, Obama. We told you this is what would happen. Now that now that Iran can buy dildos freely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing. What's spring, to stop them? The Arab Spring made this much easier. Yes. <laughs> There's dildos flooding into the Middle East <laughs> and the Constitution is at risk. That's why we shouldn't have... Nuclear non-proliferation packs. Right. Dildo non-proliferation That was the deal. Packs. Like, we'll stop making nukes, but you got to bring in those dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that someone yeah. <laughs> would be offended by that. Not by the content of your statement, right. but by the way in which you delivered it. <laughs> like, I think that, like, Iran can admit that there's people in Iran that want dildos. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I don't remember dildos being made out of depleted uranium before. <laughs> Dildo, <pl> nope. <laughs> <laughs> These centrifuges are for dildo research. <laughs> <laughs> what is an aluminum tube if not just a really big dildo? Right. Mm. I feel like there are some significant differences. Depending on, I mean, you got to do something to cap that tube. <laughs> right? Uh, it just seems like there might be dangers involved. Yeah, you got to cap. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but what keeps happening is once every time they cap the tube, it turns out that a Mossad agent planted an explosive in the cap on the tube. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. The real, the real threat to global security here is the giant exploding Iranian vaginas. Wow. I sewed it up. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, you didn't you didn't spring ahead all that well then, Dan. No, I did not. I mean, did did Dan's wife not like wake you up and be like, "Hey, spring ahead, motherfucker"? Well, how would that help? I don't know. I just assume <laughs> that anytime anything's going wrong, you have to wake up in the middle of the night and address it. <laughs> no, I mean, the. The world had already sprang ahead before I went to bed. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like you traveled through time. I did. While fully awake. Yes. And, and I, all you did is miss an hour. And look at my phone, basically. Were you, like, suddenly more drunk? No, I was just... Like, because of those drinks that you would have drunk during that hour? Oh. Uh... Is that how daylight savings time works? Yes. Well, we're whatever that's you what were, we're trying to ascertain, Mike. Whatever you were going to do in that hour, your so body. So you don't lose the hour. No, you actually sleep great if you were sleeping. Huh. Yeah. But if you were, say, like going to like fight a dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, you could end up pretty bloody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I definitely want to fight you. But it's just so much trouble actually going through the fight. Let's just 
Start. We start throwing punches exactly a second before. Yeah. Two o'clock a.m. Yeah. It's like the end of a. It's like the end of a off. A, like an off-brand '80s movie starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Just freeze frame on him punching a dude, like about to punch a dude, yeah. at, and roll credits. Yeah. Then jump, and then uh. Oh, actually, a fight probably isn't going to last a whole hour. You I might you might actually have trouble figuring out who won. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I've fought for like an hour before. When? Like, what were you fighting? Y- you. <laughs> See, that's not the same. <laughs> I don't know. The man. If you're the fi- power fighting over sur- fighting over the last surge can is different from like a regular fight and an old sleeping bag. <laughs> It was the most comfortable sleeping bag in the house. It was the only sleeping bag in the house, I think. No, that's not true. Oh, we just never... Wait, we could have just gone and gotten another sleeping bag? The other sleeping bag sucked. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys used to do that. Yeah. It was pretty soft. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was the most comfortable sleeping bag in the house. It was nice and soft. We weren't fighting over it because the other person had to sleep on the floor if they didn't get it. I just assumed that we were fighting over it because it was just... A, a limited quantity of a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, was, it was. It was limited in that it was there was a limit on soft sleeping bags. There was a the limit house. on luxury sleeping bags. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty luxuriant. <laughs> yeah, it was a plush ass sleeping bag. Yeah, plush. The other ones were designed to like keep you from dying in the outdoors. Right. <sighs> yeah, that like, yeah, that seems. Like, like, just utilitarian at best. Yeah, mm-hmm. those like we had like a bunch of like mummy sleeping bags. Oh, the ones that go over your head. Yeah, yeah. you know now that I now that I'm a now that I'm grown, uh-huh. I think I would prefer those. Right, but were they like? Sh- did they have shiny inside? Yeah, no. Right, no, they were like blue and red. I don't think. Shiny what do you mean in- by shiny inside? Like, I don't mean no. I don't mean like uh. Like- I don't mean like emergency blanket shiny. I mean like. Like windbreaker yeah. style inside. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. A, I don't want that. You want right. fuzzy mummy. Yeah. I want like. <laughs> yeah. I want like like. Wear mummy. Fake sure. fake lamb skin. Oh. Um. Like not like condoms. Like. Right. You want it to be brushed. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like I want that. I want there to be some mohair involved. Sure. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Um. I would like there to be like d- even just like what even is just plat- mohair. I think it's llama hair or yak hair that's been combed a lot. I have no idea. Email us. At if you know what mohair is, email us at howbadcast at gmail dot com. Howbadcast at gmail dot com. Um, I want. I I just don't want that. Like You're barely fulfilling your email duties. I know. I just don't want that windbreaker material. Right. Like that's not good to sleep against. It's right. weird. It's weird. Because like you get to like, it feels like you're on the outside of something. Yeah, yeah. And like if you get sweaty in there, it's just like a weird. It doesn't wick. Ugh, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I need a wicking layer. Yeah, you just kind of slide around in it then, right? Ugh. Yeah, it's it, it's not good. Not these good. were these were simpler times. Yeah, when... I actually don't even know like what kind of bonkers sleeping bags are out there now. Yeah, they must have come a long way. I bet right? there's some bomb ass sleeping bags on the market now. <laughs> yeah, we should really we should really look into this. Should we? <laughs> Are we gonna need sleeping bags in any You never know. What yeah. about the festival that we host every year uh for this podcast? Oh, how bad fest? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what about the specific apocalypse where all structures fall down? What? What's happening? What about what about the structural apocalypse where every building falls down and everyone has to sleep outside all the time? Yeah, where like on all the rubble. Yeah, it's going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, so you need a bomb ass sleeping bag to pad that rub. Yeah, pad that rub. <laughs> pad that rub <laughs> with a non shiny slippery sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. but the outside can be shiny slippery. Yeah, I just don't want the inside. Like, because I feel like then I'm just feeling then I just feel like like when I'm inside on the inside shiny part of a sleeping bag, mm-hmm. I sort of feel like I forgot a sleeping bag and thus have been forced to hug someone that remembered one to stay warm. Right. <laughs> I feel like I'm wrapped around a, a, the outside of a thing. I don't think it helps to hug the outside <laughs> of a sleeping bag. No. I, I mean, it would help a little. I guess, but like the sleeping bag, if it's designed to keep heat in, yeah, you gotta, then it's not going to help you that much. You got to get in there. 
but it would also be designed to keep. <laughs> what heat. you should be doing is taking off all your clothes yep. and getting in that sleeping bag, stuffing yourself like forcibly. Yes, <laughs> like Peyton Manning style, forcibly. Right, but only if one of you has hypothermia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Only one though. If both of you have hypothermia, Ooh. what's the point? <laughs> Just die. I mean, right? would that work? Right, I mean, guys. It would probably, you're you're still. I mean, you're I mean, still, yes, that would still work. Producing some heat. Yes, that would work. Hence the inane statement that I made, mocking it, the fact that it would work. I don't know. Oh man, you guys are real low energy. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm making podcasts great again. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are real low energy. I just came from, like, helping mom to sort of put a Band-Aid over a, like, problem that's not going away. It's not... (laughs) Yeah, whatever, little Michael. Oh, boy. (laughs) boy. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Everybody's going to love this. All right. Everybody's going to love this podcast. What we're going to do... We're going to make it great. Yeah. yeah. Right. How are we going to make it great? By making it great. And everybody's going to... I love this podcast. I I mean, look, I love this podcast. It's the best podcast. Let's oh, make it I great. Oh, I see. You, you wanted me to do like a big Steven or whatever. What was the response to little... I big. I he think said just big. big. I, don't, I don't know what why. What a terrible comeback. I know. Like, He's terrible at comebacks. <laughs> it's like, hey... What if I were to explicitly accept your premise about how I'm small and bad? Right. Would you get your comeuppance that no? I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Dumb Donald would have been better. Right. Yeah. It would have been super weak, but at least it would have been insulting. Or yeah. like Donald sucks. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Or like Maybe uh, just suck. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get big Donald. It's like, what are you trying to accomplish? Donnie Dummo. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Don Dumoise. <laughs> <laughs> You're not contributing, Dan. I am so I got so delighted by Don Don Dumoise. I think okay. So, well, I mean, this just shows that like that that dude needs podcasters uh, riffing like in his ear. Yeah. Like, throughout his entire... Yeah, Rubio, like, Rubio should just have us in a earpiece throughout oh, that, the, throughout an entire debate. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it would... I I mean, I feel like it would work out better for him. Yeah. I like, mean, look, if you're going to go after a, a, after your opponent during a national presidential debate about Wang size, yeah. <laughs> like, commit to it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, go all out. He would at least have gotten... Hire like, us. Yeah. How could this show be bad? Yeah, he would at least... Like, if, if we were talking into his ear, he would... At least get more press, like the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Because be like, Marco Rubio went off on the Transformers movies for a solid <laughs> fifteen minutes. Like he kept like that every- would actually be a solid strategy to get to undermining Trump, or at least like not losing to him. Just go yeah. like, don't even bother trying to run anymore. Just go <laughs> full nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. Where he gets into trouble yep. is where every time he feels the need to interrupt Donald Trump, he just yells, there can be only one. Right. <laughs> because we talk about Highlander a lot. Yes. Although, you know, that would be an option. I it mean, would, it's it's not wrong. It wouldn't win him the campaign. It, no. I don't know. It might. He might. It might. It might show America, or at least Republican primary voters, that he has the only functional command of the facts involved. <laughs> it does seem like a... Uh, Which does, they're it, not keen on, actually. Right. It does seem like it might be, you know, maybe like a last uh, nail in a coffin if, if, like, <laughs> if like the way of winning a campaign was to kill all of your opponents. Well, I mean, like, I didn't suggest that he would actually kill them. He yeah. would just yell about killing. Yeah. Oh, the prize. So he just shouts. I. He just shouts about killing them, but he shouts it in a way that's like it's only implying the the killing. Place there your can hand. Be only one. Place your hand on this Bible. Repeat after me. I state your name. The quickening, <laughs> princes of the universe. That's what Margaret Ready. Rubio sounds like taking the oath of office in my brain. The quickening. Wow. The quickening he just yells does him the good. quickening. Yeah. Wow. 
Man, that would be so much more of like a better movie. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that would be. We should really. They should work on that of like getting some kind of like lightning effect when they're sworn into office. Oh yeah, like when the yeah. president's sworn in. Like yeah, there should be a chase sequence, and someone <laughs> should be. I mean, like a lighting chase sequence. Oh yeah, and like someone should be hiding behind the stage, like like wrinkling a sheet metal thing. Yeah, exactly. Be cool. <laughs> Get on it, YouTubers. I mean, that's a pretty simple effect to put in place. Here yeah, we true. are. Get me the guy who made Tom Cruise kill Oprah with hand lightning. <laughs> oh, I don't think I saw that. But that was a thing. Right. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, It's old. It's old. Was it from the Kate Holmes jump on the couch thing? Yeah. Somebody gave him force lightning, and it was delightful. Ah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... Like... That will never go away from American consciousness because it was that awkward. <laughs> like, the president of the United States twice in a month uh, on live television fell off the stage while approaching a lectern <laughs> to address the nation. Gerald Ford. Uh-huh. Saturday Night Live made fun of it for a couple of weeks. We moved on. Yeah. Everybody remembers Tom Cruise jumping up on that couch on Oprah, and they will forever. <laughs> I mean... In fairness, it was a lot more recent. Like, sure. Gerald Ford thing is. But I said forever at the end of that sa- statement. Sure. Think about it. We're all, we're all going to be sleeping in our brushed sleeping bags on the rubble of this empire, <laughs> and but we'll still be talking about Tom Cruise jumping on that couch. Oh, imagine all of the, like, ancient, like, Tom Cruise's jumping on couches that were lost when the Library of Alexandria was I know, burned. right? Yeah. We'll, oh, never, good point. we'll never know about all of their crazy celebrities. Unless there's vampires that were alive. Yes. Sure. But how many could still be alive? Aren't, don't they live forever? Isn't that their deal? Not if you kill what them. What if there was a Highlander that was alive? I mean, there can be only one, so what are the odds? That, but you like, get their memories. Do you? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the... Uh, yeah, you get their memories when you kill them. The oh. weird illusionist one. Yeah, like it happens during the quickening, maybe? I thought you just got, like, their strength. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the mythology of the thing has sort of, like, gotten mixed around a few it's times. It's morphed a bit. Yeah. Oh, you mean the mythology of that insane slap-together <laughs> franchise? <laughs> of that, what, so what was the impetus, do you think, behind buying that, behind someone greenlighting that in the first place? Holy crap. Scotland might be the next Australia. Let's get a thing real quick. I don't know. Featuring a French-Canadian man. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Paul wasn't like, you know. What? What? Adrian Paul wasn't like the beginning of the Highlander. Right. Uh, Christopher Lambert, where's he from? France? Probably Scotland. You think so? You think Christopher Lambert's from Scotland? <laughs> Otherwise, it would be pronounced Lambert. <laughs> I see. It's fine. We'll go with that. Seems logical to me. He has, a, he has one of those classic Scottish accents. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> from Scotland. That's your that's your Christopher Lambert impression? I never considered... I challenge everyone to like plumb their memories and see if they can... <laughs> See if, if they could prove me wrong. Why would they have the main guy be oh, Scottish? Dan's lost in thought here. <laughs> Why would they have the main guy be Scottish but then not be Scottish, like the actor, uh-huh. and then get Sean Connery involved in the movie and be like, you're not Scottish? <laughs> have you ever have you ever heard a Scottish person try and yell something and then try and interpret it as dialogue? It's I mean, very difficult. Yeah. There's a reason that... Uh, there are two lines of dialogue that people remember from the uh, Crocodile Dundee films, for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. That's not a knife. This is a knife. And Quacky! Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Name me another line of dialogue classic from any of Scottish, those movies. Classic Scottish film, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> My point was, in parallel tracks, like I described before, yeah. uh, it's very difficult to understand angry Scotsman. Sure. What about when uh, Mel Gibson shouted freedom? We all heard it. Yeah. Yeah, his accent was bad. <laughs> he and he's not a native Scotsman. What? How dare you? That's the point of this. Oh yeah, they had to get an Australian to yell 
coherently. Yeah, because oh. the because the Australian accent is the perfect shouting accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Mad Max Fury Road won all the Oscars. Right. For all those shouting Australians in that movie. <laughs> Was there dialogue in that movie? A little. I don't sort remember of. any of it. Guitar dialogue? Yeah, I mean, that was what was important. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe that movie won Oscars. I support it. I was <laughs> so happy. Just can't believe it. I was so happy. Like, we were watching the Oscars, because what else were we doing that night? And, like, as you would watch the crew go up there. We weren't going to judge you for watching the Oscars. I don't know. I mean, we probably would have. I, I, I judge me. I watched part of the Oscars. I judge me for weird. watching the Oscars. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. I was yeah, right. Yeah, it was fun. You oh. wouldn't have blinked an eye at that <laughs> if you had been awake. It's true. Maybe. <laughs> Do you even have any idea what you're yes. going to say? Uh, you were watching the Oscars. Yeah, and it was fun, though, because like, every time Fury Road would get an award, cause, like they won all the like technical stuff. Right. right. So, like, all of the people going up there were just, like... Crazy schlubs? All the, like, goofballs. Well, yeah, everybody shit all over the costume designer. Right, which was ridiculous, because it was great, because it was just, like, all these goofballs that were, like, hung out with uh, with George Miller. Right. And, like, someone that was, like, a friend of mine that was in the house with me, like, even said, like, it's so great that, like, all these goth kids found <laughs> each other, <laughs> like, found each other when they were adults and made Mad Max together. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the crew of that film were just... The people from the theater crew yeah. in your high school. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. The, and, and then, like, everybody shit all over the costume designer because she wasn't wearing, like, some sort of ball gown or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but she had the fucking villain's, like, sigil bedazzled on the back of her jacket. I know. That's how badass awesome. is that? <laughs> like, I mean, they should give that jacket a Lifetime Achievement right? Award they in costume design. They should have handed her a bonus statue. Yeah, she gets, yeah you get a <laughs> bonus Oscar. Like because no one between this, between the moment that this uh, Oscar telecast began and the beginning of the next Oscars telecast will design a better costume right. than her bedazzled jacket. Yeah, with villain sigil. Exactly. They should have spray painted the Oscar mouth good with metal chrome banding. paint. Villain sigil. Oh, they should have. Yeah. They should have what? They should have uh, spray painted the Oscar mouths with chrome paint. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, villain sigil is a is a is a real good metal band name. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Do good. you think uh do you think that they had like a plan in like, you know, even though it was a long shot and probably because it was a long shot, do you think they all had a plan like if we get best picture, we're going up there, we're all spray painting our mouths chrome and screaming, Witness, witness <laughs> and then just run out of the theater. I mean I would hope. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it like, does. That's what I would do, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I actually, as soon as someone thinks of that, I don't think that there's any other plausible option. Yeah. I, I mean, it would have made more sense for them to, like, tackle everyone in the theater, bring them back to their lair, and then, like, drain their blood into them. Also a good point. I mean, that's some of the best blood in the world in that theater that night. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that is some high-quality blood. Look- that's America's royalty. You're looking at some of the cleanest blood in the world, except for... Leo DiCaprio vaping it up, just having a vape of a time. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. My friend, like, he kept... he. They... Don't quit pretending like you have friends that aren't us. <laughs> <laughs> a guy I know... Okay, there you go. He's just... There's some picture of Leonardo DiCaprio just like... I don't know if it's at an award show or just like... Is it just for a commercial for like? But he's like New Zealand or something like, like that. But he's like dressed up. Like it seems like it's during an award show because he is like dressed to the nines, just vaping away. Why would someone do that? I don't know. They're just because they can, just to show they can. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like I mean, and he's probably pretty rich, right? Yeah, sure. Like so, like <laughs> yes, like even if it, I don't. You never know. I guess he could be blowing it all on. Saving well, polar bears. I don't know whatever. how much. I don't know how much a dude that has. Oh, he invested it all in polar bears. Who knew how wrong that? That's would That's why he's such a. That's why he's such a spokesperson for climate change. <laughs> he's just like, guys, come on, my all my money's in these bears. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's like insider trading at this yeah. point. In time. He's just trying to get the world to bolster his polar bear yeah. portfolio. I just need to break even on these bears. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Just help me drive up the price of bears. I'll make you feel good. <laughs> oh, I've been chain vaping all night. I'm so stressed out about these polar bears. <laughs> I guess that's the point of vaping, though, right? Is you just do it constantly? I guess. Is that the point? I I don't see anybody that, like... The, I've never spent an hour around someone and have them go, hold on, I need to vape for two and a half minutes. I feel like you, like, run out of oil or whatever eventually. Right. You're like, these are, like, this is a thing that people do constantly. Well, sure. Yeah. Because they can. They don't have to. But then how do you know, like, see, this is why it's categorically significantly worse than smoking. Okay. Because then, like, how do you know that it's great? <laughs> what do you mean? If you're just doing it all the time and you never stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, you sleep sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I imagine that there's, like, a C-vape machine that, like, you can... <laughs> <laughs> but it still has, like, the ridiculous LEDs on it. Even yeah. Though, even though you're sleeping, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Like, you can sleep peacefully knowing that you still got some, like, sweet LEDs going off every time you breathe. Yeah, and that's how you don't die right. while you're sleeping. Yeah. But yeah, like, how would you know it's great if you don't, like, stop for a little while? I mean, I guess you should stop every once in a while. Is that why we do this podcast? So that you can be assured that smoking is great? Yeah. Because you have to not smoke during <laughs> the, the show? the only thing that stops me from smoking for up to an hour at a time. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could provide that service. So I, yeah. s- I sometimes fly, like, like, I sometimes, like, fly to New Zealand and back. Yeah. Without ever getting off a plane. Just to remind yourself that smoking is great. Just so smoking will be great again. <laughs> making smoking great again. Yeah. yeah. New Zealand, making smoking great again. Yeah. America. America and New Zealand, I guess. No, but I mean, New Zealand doesn't make smoking great again for New Zealand. If you live in New Zealand, you can just smoke there all the time. Right. New Zealand makes smoking great again for America. I see. So. And they're smoking those, like, crazy clay pipes that are, like, <laughs> eight feet long, right? Probably not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably gotten less popular since the Hobbit movies. Yeah, I was going to say, mostly just wizards, I think. Yeah, okay. And, like, you know, tiny people. Right. Tiny white people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, why are there... That's weird to think about. What? That there's literally zero racial <laughs> diversity amongst hobbits. Uh, Well, you got to figure, like, they've just been... They live in, like, a... a like an old-timey world. There's not, like, globe hopping the way there is now. But, like, the the story The Hobbit is literally about globe hopping. Well, but, like, about, one, just, like, one land It's about land continent mass. traversing. Yeah. You're not hopping. If anyone was going to start the slave trade, it was going to be the orcs or the dwarves. Or the eagles. Ooh, yeah. The eagles are the ones who could just, like, pick somebody up and drop them off in the Shire. Yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. So maybe, like... In a couple Maybe more. Maybe the Eagles, like, they they don't believe in that. Who's going to make a joke about this, by the way? About the band The Eagles. <laughs> I didn't feel like it. Someone has to, right? Like, I mean, it, it, it went on long enough that I called it out, and now it won't happen. <laughs> but, like, I imagine that listeners are frustrated that it didn't happen. I'm sure. I'm sure they, they just desperately want that Eagles joke. Everybody loves the Eagles. Joke. Jokes. <laughs> Hey, didn't one of the Eagles accidentally shoot his wife to death, like, like this week? What? What? I'm pretty sure one of the Eagles accidentally shot his wife to death this week. This I, is an interesting rumor to start on this podcast. I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's a true thing. Man, I hope we're not banned in China yet. Is it a rumor or is it a true thing? It's our new segment. Oh, even your jingles are uninspired. The, the jingle needs to be longer. I have to Google. Oh. Uh, Okay. <laughs> sometimes it's true and sometimes it's horse shit. Maybe we'll find out with Steven's big phone. He's still looking. Let's keep the song going. Yep. Googling. Google. Yeah. Googly goo. Oh, keep that part going. Keep that part going. <laughs> googly goo. Googly googly goo. We're googly goo. Googly googly <laughs> Randy Meisner's wife was shot to death at the couple's home, according to multiple news sources, but the founding Eagles basis has been cleared of all charges. Authorities now say Lana Ray Meisner was killed on Sunday, March 6th, in Studio City, California, in a bizarre accident, according to TMZ. Great. Yeah. I was really hoping that you were wrong about that so that 
we didn't have to end the show on a uh, on a accidental murder. Yeah. If it's accidental, I think it's not <laughs> technically murder. It's manslaughter, right? I mean, it could be involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. If he was, you know, criminally negligent. Right. It could also be criminally negligent homicide. Okay. But not murder. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Someone back. Someone that's watched more Law and Order than me. Back me up here. I'm actively avoiding watching Law and Order. It's on too much at my house. How can I know it's great? <laughs> great. That's a, go- that's a great real point. good point. Great. You should go out and smoke whenever Law and Order's on. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll get the best of both worlds. Because hmm. sometimes you'll run out of smokes and you'll have to watch part of Law and Order. Yeah, and you just then hope it's an Orbach episode. Yeah. Right. Obviously. Right. And then he's saying something about his one million ex-wives. Uh, Pretty much all I know about Jerry Orbach's dialogue from Law & Order is like he will be interviewing someone that clearly uh, just committed rape and murder and say, I know how that goes, buddy. I've been married five times. (laughs) But seriously, though, you're garbage. You're under arrest. (laughs) Pretty much how the the dialogue in those went. I wish that. I wish they did go exactly like that in all of those procedural shows where, like, every time the cops had their little zingers, they then had to, like, have the little PS of, like, but seriously, though, you're terrible. And you're going to <laughs> but seriously, you're under arrest. Yeah, but seriously, you've committed a crime. Seriously, <laughs> though, it is a tragedy that this woman died. Right. Yeah, seriously, I'm sorry you got stabbed seven times, ma'am. <laughs> I know how that goes, though. Yeah. I've been married six times. So, who's got things going on uh, <laughs> starting from next week? Jesus. Um, I have uh, Late Nights Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, April, what, 12, 13, 14, 15? Sure, buddy. At the Phoenix Theater, I believe at 7.30 p.m. Um, I think you can purchase tickets ahead of time starting very soon. Okay. If not already. Okay. Um, because these shows will sell out. Yes. Because I said so. Oh. Boom. Um, I believe that uh, our guests... For the next episode will be the brain trust of Late Nights Minneapolis. What does that mean? Like, like you know, the host and the co-host and maybe the head writer or something. Oh. Friend of the show. How many microphones fishing. are we going to have? Uh, seven. All right. <laughs> Six. We'll see how that goes. That, uh, I mean, it's going to be some combination of them probably. We'll, oh, see, who, right. we'll see who shows up. Oh, right. I see. Um, But, yeah. One Exciting. Of them is, one of them yeah. is friend of the show, Ian Fishman. Mystery. Hey. Uh come to all four of the shows it's a tuesday through friday night there you go yeah you should probably just buy all four tickets now yeah Yeah. like get some sort of season pass yeah yeah season tickets get season tickets yeah like get them in the get them in the splash zone there's a splash zone i mean i want there to be (laughs) that hasn't been definitely approved yet i mean like i just keep trying to write that uh, that sketch where everyone on stage just whips it out and pees on the audience i'm just trying to write geyser wounds into every sketch (laughs) after they've already been after they've already been written but they won't let me right um they keep saying something like we're not allowed to spray gallons of fake blood all over this theater we rented typical i know right like when evil dead the musical was in town yeah compromise my fucking art didn't they? I I assume that they hired me for the writing staff based on the strength of my uh, long running weekly sketch show, The Geyser Wound Show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't the case. Well, you know, that's what I got going on. I bet The Geyser Wound Show would be pretty popular. The actually. Geyser Wound Show would do very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might actually. <laughs> We're mounting a show called The Geyser Wound Show. Stay tuned. We'll have to find someone to rent us theater space where right. we can... Because this is not something that you could do at Fringe. No, because they have, like, that no-making-messes rule. Yeah. Yeah, so we're mounting, like, a monthly show called The Geyser Wound Show, where every sketch just includes at least one geyser wound. Wow. This would this would do very well. Yep. Yeah. Like, I don't even think that they... I don't even think that the geyser wounds need to be particularly diegetic or good. Yeah. Right. They just need to be there. <laughs> I like the idea of like having a bunch of like once it gets popular, obviously, and people like know what's coming, to have a bunch of like teases where it's like, Oh, oh I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna cut some lumber and everyone's like <gasps> and then nothing <laughs> happens and then like later like now I'm gonna have a delicious cup of tea and then their eye explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah, and then like at a certain point, like you're like y- y- 
you can you can double up the you can double up the ironic teasing yeah. of like, oh, I'm gonna cut some lumber, and then your hands remain ungeysery. Yeah. But then the lumber starts splurting Ooh, blood. Yeah, shit. there you go. Yeah. See, this sure writes itself, you Curse guys. Wood. Curse good. wood. Yeah. What? Curse wood. That's curse? the kind of wood that geyser wound blades. I'm more afraid of subcurse wood. It has grenades. Ugh, that's for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it's for fans of real background characters in Spawn. <laughs> Spawn, the video game, that specific video game. But also, like, Subcurse exists outside of the video game. Yeah, but is he known for his grenades? <laughs> I don't believe so, and the specific video game is called Spawn in the Demon's Hand, Mike. <laughs> Great. Sing the song. Sing the song right now. Tearing up for racing <laughs> with Melodium Rap! Rip it up, rip it to you! Something I didn't get injured! Everything was fine today! My brain exploded Dan, out of my head! Up in the um, near future. Not really. By the way, <laughs> that's in the game? The last, that's like the a, last line yeah. that I just sang uh, is actually the lyrics. <laughs> Everything was fine today! My brain exploded out of my head! <laughs> That's the actual lyrics. Oh, that's amazing. No, I have nothing going on. All right. Well, the spring has sprung, and I'm disoriented and grumpy. Spring is around. Uh, come uh, bring Dan. Or no, spring hasn't sprung. Time has sprung, and I'm a disoriented. Time has sprung a spring. Maybe. Geyser wound. Uh, <laughs> Geyser wound the podcast. Time it's itself. Very yeah. disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of announce geyser wound, and then... <laughs> That'd be pretty fun too, though. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can always, always come see me. Not necessarily with a geyser wound, and actually necessarily without one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You never know what's going to happen up there. Yeah, but like, I mean, in a restaurant, I feel like that would violate some codes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're doing it on purpose. Anyway, at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic, every Thursday night at ten o'clock, sign up at nine thirty. You'll laugh your geyser wound uh, <sighs> on. I didn't know how to tie that in. Nope. Into reality. <sighs> you'll laugh your blast off causing... Mm, you'll... Geyser you wound. see, it doesn't work without the imagery. Yeah, like, you could really say doesn't. you'll laugh your blast off, and then a rocket tears through someone, and it geyser wounds. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't see that. Like, if only, like... This show's going to be so good. <laughs> geyser wound? Yeah. The yeah. geyser wound show? For yeah. sure. Um... Great. Yep. I really it. love this idea. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. Sing that song again. Tearing up for a rated. Whip a loading around. Whip it up. Rip it to you. Coming on the terrace. Uh, everything was fine today. My brain exploded out of my head. Oh, God. I don't remember the next line. But the line after that is I love you and I wish you were dead. <laughs> oh, no. Could the show be bad? Wow.